Hello, everybody. Welcome to this Xbox Life episode 197, Leaks, Reveals, and More. I am one of your hosts, Brun BJSwick33, and here with me at this moment in time is Mark Wingman709. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Yeah, it's going to be a good week. I'm excited. <laughs> um, Rob may be joining us a little later. We are recording on Monday, not Sunday. Um, Monday, Monday, Monday! So it's a little harder to get all of us together. But uh, he said he may just be showing up a little late, which is okay. So, did you have a nice Father's Day, Wing? Uh, I did. Good. I, I did. did. Even though I spent it without my family, which kind of stunk, uh, I still had a good one. So my daughter called and left me a funny voicemail because they're on vacation. But uh, it's not a vacation without you, Brian. Well, I had another thing going on. So <laughs> um, before we get into our topics, I'll make this really brief on what we've been playing. I've been playing Future Soldier, Battlefield 3, because I've been playing the new Close Quarters maps, which are nice, uh, MCAA Football Demo, and Netflix. Rob, what have you been playing? I've been playing board games. Okay. Mark? <laughs> um, I played Ghost Recon Future Soldier. Uh, I finished the campaign on the Elite setting. with uh, Completed it with the help of Demo, Democulus, uh, Carbide and Elite Scions. We, cool. uh, we all plugged our way through it. Um, and that was pretty cool. So I got like, I don't know, it was like a, as we ended, it was like Democulus and I both got like five or six achievements. Uh, you know, because you complete the campaign your first time, you did it on Elite, you get it for the Hardened, you did for the last mission, you get, I don't know, there was. Uh, doing it in co-op, uh, <laughs> so there was yeah. a whole bunch that kicked off at the end that was like nice. So it took us forever because we've been doing it in co-op, and we just you know with me moving and with everybody's schedules, it just took us a long time to get through it all. But we had fun. So yeah, I have a uh, Sleepy Ninja and uh, Nighthawk seventy. Sleepy Ninja seventy and Nighthawk seventy are actually coming down to my house, and we're having an old-fashioned LAN even though it'll be still through Xbox Live at my house, and we all have Future Soldiers, so maybe we'll play. See if we can pick up one more person and play through that way cool. as well. See if we can get it all in one shot. So, but, cool. Um, all right. Well, we can hit these, uh, hit these topics here. I wanted to start off with this one. Because this isn't, I don't want to make it sound like I'm complaining. I, oh, I think not, not we, you. Yeah, I think we talked about this a while ago. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, but what this is, it's called new ads, and it's a video. Basically, there was a new ads video demonstration on how your Connect will get you to watch TV ads. Um, this is Microsoft's new advertising type of campaign that they're going to be doing. Um, and this is, I don't know how much of this is a rumor. I mean, they actually show a video of it, but what this is, is let's say you go and actually click on one of the ads in your, uh, 
on the uh, dashboard. First of what all, this, why would anyone ever do that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> they kind of say this is just a proof of concept, but the video I watched was, okay, you go and you click on it and you start watching your ad, and then it would ask you a question like, you know, what would you – so they're showing us one of like a, a Toyota camera. It's like, what would you like to see and reinvented? And it's like office chairs, my belly, or traffic you know, and, and like the person, the thing was like the person says office chairs and it checks office chairs and shows you how many people have answered that question that way. And it's it's kind of interactive commercials, I guess. And it's like, oh, we found a new way with Connect and this to reinvent the 30 second spot. And I'm just like, how about you just reinvent it by cutting it in half? <laughs> but um, so it, new ads seems to be their new thing now. Hopefully. I think what we talked about last time is people were there was like a rumor that they were going to start forcing you to watch commercials, and like hopefully, like you said, hopefully that's not really true. But um, this here, their new ads or whatever they're doing here is just kind of to me. It seems like a waste of time to them. It may not, but you know maybe there is people out there that just really want to watch all the ads. So um, there you go, interactive commercials through your Xbox 360. Just one way Microsoft is bringing a new world of gaming and entertainment to you. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> so, Mark, before you get started, I want to tell you about this new and improved Gatorade. It quenches your thirst. Oh, no. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Which would you like to be new and improved? Your grades? <laughs> no, your grades. That's what the thing about that thing was like when they when they were the ad was going and it was like, what would you want to see improved or what what would you want to see reduced or something? And one of them was like your weight or yeah, and it was like it had nothing to do with the commercial. It was just so dumb dumb stuff. I I don't want to interact with a commercial. The only interaction I want to do is skipping it. <laughs> Yeah, the only interaction I want to do is not see it. Yeah. So, so uh, but you know, it is what it is. Yep, it is. So, not much we can do. So, anyways, moving on. Yep. Did you notice uh, with all the E3 talk? And sorry, I had to drop out last week. Um, just moving in. I was I was actually sitting here, like putting stuff together and putting stuff away. And it just was too hard with being on the phone, trying to keep it muted, trying to listen. And <laughs> I was just like, and the wife's like, I need this, I need that. So I was like, I just got to drop out of here. So, But it was a good show last week. I, I did listen to it, and I was glad to hear all our community chiming in. But I was curious, did you notice that there seemed to be a lot of games missing from E3? Did you notice well, anything missing? The, well, I know. I think we even touched on... Like the other Tom Clancy game was missing. Uh, which one am I thinking of? Uh, Rainbow Patriots. Six. Yeah, you did talk yeah, about Patri Rainbow Six, yeah. Yeah, but and I... I'll, oh, and I got to tell you, it's not the Vegas game. <laughs> you guys kept calling it, yeah, the Vegas game. The next Vegas uh, has nothing to do with Vegas. <laughs> sorry. It's Rainbow Six is the franchise, not Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you're talking about, but I had to, I had to, I had to tease you a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. But um, 
Yeah, you guys talked about Rainbow Six uh, Patriots being absent. Um, but there were some other titles, such as Grand Theft Auto V. Did not yeah, like, appear. Yeah, I heard there was rumors that it may be there, but I wasn't just I wasn't sure if it was going to be or not. Well, so. typically the IGN was saying that they're not surprised because Rockstar doesn't like to share the spotlight with anyone, let alone the entire game industry. But I still was kind of surprised not to see it, you know, in GTA Five there. So, but well, definitely the rumor of it coming out next year, and usually they release. They don't release later in the year. They usually release in the beginning, right? Correct. I believe they're usually in the earlier part of the year. So, yeah. Um, another one that was missing was the Fortnite uh, Epics games, and I don't know. Maybe they didn't want it to compete against the Gears of War Judgment, but there was not much Gears of War Judgment to compete against. It was, you know, it was kind of like, oh, here's a quick trailer. Okay, eh, next. You know, it was just almost like an afterthought. Um, I still can't figure out why Call of Duty was the closing. They should have they should have opened with the Gears game and closed with Halo, you know. Right. Or at least, or 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 open uh, open with the Halo. Everybody knows it's coming. Close with the new Gears game that nobody knew about. You know. Yeah. I, why Call of Duty? I just stupid. But anyways, and that's that's a Call of Duty. Per, that's a Call of Duty. Uh, not a fanboy, but a fan of Call of Duty. Why I don't I don't know the need and see the need to have it close out Microsoft. But anyways, I said that last week. Um, so Fortnite wasn't there. Um, Dragon Age Three. There was there was nothing uh, mentioned about that. The XCOM game, and and we're talking about the first person shooter reboot of XCOM, which looks to be crap anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's in trouble anyways. So, uh, again, Rainbow Six Patriots, you mentioned. Um, there has been, also what's interesting on this, is the guy who was, remember a while back, we heard about the, the, one of the bigwigs that was on Patriots being, uh, had left to work on another product? Uh, I do believe that he was the guy that was working on Splinter Cell Blacklist. Oh, so I'm, yeah. I'm I'm thinking that, that that's where he went. He went over to that. Um, so off of Rainbow Six Patriots. So, and the question is, <laughs> excuse me, that IGN is posing is, will Rainbow Six Patriots even make it to the Xbox 360? Yeah, maybe it'll turn to a launch title. You, exactly. Yep. And I think that's where uh, I think that's kind of where they're leading up to some of these. Bioshock Infinite. How come we didn't see that? Right. Where did that go? Um, this game is uh, supposedly uh, was supposed to release this uh, October. Uh, they did say it would slip to 2013, but again, if that one's slipping to 2013, we've got a lot of titles slipping to next year. Also, new hardware is due out next year. So, uh, Prey 2 was not around. Um, I don't know if you remember the last year at E3, we had a, a wonderful Connect-filled titles, and there was that Ubisoft game called Rise. I'm sorry, Crytex game called Rise, which is that Gladiator-style Connect uh, title. You know, it was I don't remember bloody. that. It was really bloody, and like you could kick, you know, you would kick out forward, and you know, you'd have like these. Uh, it was like the, that movie 300, you know. Right. This is Sparta. 
you yeah. know, it was kind of one of those type of game, but it was all connect. It was a complete connect title. That one has kind of disappeared. Postal three, uh, and also Brothers in Arms Furious four. So these are all I uh, titles and stuff that you know, kind of IGN brought up that it's like, hey, where'd all these games go? How come we haven't seen or heard or you know been able to touch any of these at E three? Um, and I think it's interesting because a lot of these very well could be slipping to be on new hardware. Right. And new, you're talking about the one guy leaving Patriots and going over to Splinter Cell. Like he may, they may have looked and said, okay, this is going to be a launch title. Won't you move over here, finish this game? Cause it's going to come out next year. Right. And then we'll bring you back, you know, to finish up the other one or something. Who knows? So, I mean, we could be, you know, talking out our behinds here and all these could launch on the 360 the next year. But uh, it did seem strange that some of these bigger titles, you know, especially Bioshock, um, Grand Theft Auto V, Fortnite, Dragon's Age 3, um, that they just did not, they didn't appear. And Rise, as much as it got last year, for it not to even be at the, at the show at all, it's like, what happened to it? You were in the press conference last year. This year, you don't even exist. And supposedly it's still it's still being worked. Well, and then you look at some of the games, you know, IGN mentions like, you know, did you mention Watch Dogs? I mean, I know Watch Dogs was there, but it looks so high tech, you know, looks oh. so good that they're thinking that might be a launch title. <laughs> we'll get to that part. Oh, OK. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just talking about those games we knew of that weren't at E3. Oh, OK. <laughs> So, no, it all it all ties in. It does. I just got I got my stories all spread out. And, oh, okay. I didn't know you. I didn't know you were going to talk about it. But I've got um I've got a yeah. We'll in a little bit we'll discuss a potential lineup of Xbox 720 titles. So because there's been a lot of stuff happening this week, um, and we'll get into that. But a lot of leaks, a lot of rumors going on in the Xbox world. So, hmm. but I just didn't know if you had any any thoughts as to. You know what your thoughts were about all these games missing. I really thought we'd see GTA Five. So yeah, I that's the one that yeah you you hit that one right on the head for me because you know as much as people were talking about seeing it and like people were so excited that they were going to finally get to see, you know get to see it and stuff like this and it just wasn't there. <laughs> so it's like wow you know it's who knows who knows. But you are right about Rockstar though they like to do their their own thing. So. Right. Cool. Um, well, a lot of these games we're talking about, like maybe rated M for Mature. Did you hear that Australia finally, finally has passed that like an 18 plus rating? So now they're going to be able to actually sell and purchase games that are Basically, what we have an M rating in the states, or the Peggy 18 in Europe. So, just so they they're gonna so they'll. It just means Black Ops 2 is gonna sell even more copies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? That <laughs> hey, that's a okay because that's that's between them having caps on their internet and them not being and those guys not being able to purchase like because they were the worst. I mean, I think they were the last ones. Like they were the absolute worst. When it comes to, like, 
regulating games because they are just basically saying if you play it, you're going to jail, you know, you're going to prison or jail or, you know, you're getting arrested or, you know, you couldn't even import the games. That's how how bad it was there. And I mean, it's it's the story that is here. I was reading it and I was just very surprised. It's like, you know, it says after uh, years back and forth uh, between Australians, they finally have the ability to legally purchase games intended for those over 15 years of age. So Australia's R18 plus video game classification, which is equivalent to the RM rating in the PEGI 18 in Europe, has passed the federal parliament. These are important reforms over 10 years in the making. That was the thing that got me. 10 years battling this out and trying to get this through. So... Um, Hi, man. Yeah, the R18 Plus category will inform consumers, parents, and retailers about which games are not suitable for minors to play and will prevent minors from purchasing unsuitable material. The classification law now puts games on equal footing as movies and other media forms, which that is the other thing. Of course, we've talked about that about a billion times. That there just drives me crazy. So that, you know, movies are treated so much differently than games because they're interactive or whatever. But congratulations, Australia. You can now go buy Battlefield 3. No, don't waste your money. Or the more, or the modern warfare's, the Call of Duties of the world. There you go. But, but I mean, with all the games that are coming out, a lot of them are just rated M for mature. If you have a gun and blood, it's M for mature. It's just that's the way it is. And not being able to purchase, being, being twenty-one years old in Australia, and not being able to play a game that's not meant for somebody over fifteen. That would be. I, I'm, I'm guessing that's how it is. Seeing that they just had to pass this. That would be annoying for the government to tell me that I can't play a game at all. So this is much needed for them. But all right, congrats! Yay! Woo! Yep. Do we even have? So, I don't know. Maybe wonder if we have any listeners down in Australia. I don't know. Maybe this whole segment was pointless. Uh, it's not pointless. I think people should know. <laughs> <laughs> If we have any listeners in Australia, let us know. I'm curious. So, um, I gotta I gotta jump in here real quick and, and hop back to what we played this week because I completely forgot to mention that um, even though it's not out yet, it comes out on Tuesday, June 19th. I have already played and earned some achievements in the new uh, Pinball FX2 Marvel Pinball Avengers Chronicles. There's four new tables that come out. Uh, tomorrow and uh i gotta tell you this bron and of course you can't release the show till tuesday because we're talking about it uh so don't 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 release the show till after 9 a.m tomorrow That's okay <laughs> the embargo we'll yeah but the the game uh, i'm not gonna go into a full-on review or anything but i'm gonna say the i was kind of wondering about this i'm just like you know what i've seen so many tables they've done great work but you know what you know i it's like can they really you know, what more can they do? They, these guys are pretty, they got their act together is all I can say. There is, um, they still, these four tables are very unique. They're still, they keep are finding ways to make them interesting. And I'll tell you one, there's a table called the infinity gauntlet. 
that at some point in the game, all of a sudden, the whole table flipped upside down huh. so that your flippers were at the top of the screen and the balls were rolling up. And I'll tell uh-huh. you what, man, and it, it, it was like, what the heck? What, what's going on here? <laughs> it took some serious concentration to play. And I'm just like, that was so cool. And I was grinning the whole time. When I, at first, I was like, what just happened? And when I realized the table had flipped, you know, because it took me a second, all of a sudden I was like, what's going on? I was just like, oh, this is so cool, man. <laughs> so give it a check out. Uh, if you love pinball, you're going to love these new tables. They, they they got some pretty sweet stuff happening. So I just wanted to bring that up real quick. So um, uh, Next. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back to you, Brent. Okay. Um, so, do you, uh, did you, were you going to talk anything about the supposed Xbox 720 52 page leak thing? Yep. Okay. Do, why don't you talk about that first and then I'll hit mine because mine is supposedly details like deep within that document or whatever. So, well, I haven't read that document. So, <laughs> I just. You know, wanted to discuss, but we'll we'll do okay. some. Uh, okay. okay. Well, why don't we we do one jump into the next one then, and then we'll go into that whole 720 stuff. Okay. So we've got uh, the uh, Surface tablet was sprung oh, yeah. today, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Actually, a couple hours before, you know, a couple hours ago, actually. So. Yeah, and I know earlier today I was watching. Um, I saw somewhere that there were some rumors of this Xbox tablet and all this stuff. And I was like, you know, when I was reading it and it's like, oh, Microsoft's got a press conference tonight. And I'm like, oh, sweet, man. Oh, the wife has taken over the iPad. This might just be the thing for me. So I was pretty stoked to hear what actually came out of this. And uh, what actually did come out of that announcement today, Bron? Well, they have unveiled the Microsoft Surface tablet which is a, think of it as an iPad, but is running, it is running a full-blown Windows 8 operating system. So there's a video, Did you watched the video, correct? It was pointless. Well, yeah, it just kind of, it's just, it's a marketing, like here it is, like an unveiling video. But, you know, it was kind of neat, and some of the specs on it are, you know, it's all, it's 9.33 millimeters thick, it weighs 676 grams, um, has a 10.6 inch clear type HD display, uh, micro SD, USB 2, micro HD video, um, it runs office home and student, uh, touch cover, type cover, now, um, I'll explain the cover here in a second. It has 32 gigs and 64 gig, and that's what I'll explain here. Another thing in a second that this is just supposedly the base model because they have a Windows 8 Pro model, which is is what they're touting as the full PC. Now, it's a little bit thicker. It weighs a little bit more. The screen size is the same. Has more battery. Has a micro HDXC USB 3.0 mini DisplayPort video, and it comes in 64 and 128 gig. But what this is, it, I mean, 
you you'll have to see a picture of it, and, and that's probably what I'll put as the uh, as the cover or the main image for this week's show. But it's just it's just a tablet PC, um, very you know obviously very thin touch touch screen and all that stuff. Has a built-in stand, so like one side of it can fold out, so you can like obviously prop it up. Um, has two cameras in it. Uh, the one thing that I actually really liked about it is the cover itself. Um, now the yeah the, the the iPad has the has the uh, smart cover, which was brilliant. The magnet side, you know, where it just clicks on was fantastic and they even have a newer version for the new has like a back and stuff on it but uh, now i would have to say you'd probably call it the dumb cover now yeah it's oh, not well. so smart compared to the microsoft one yeah now well the cool thing you know obviously the smart cover for the ipad rolls back and acts as a stand now since this has a stand you open up the cover and this thing's got a full keyboard and multi-touch trackpad on it and it's i mean it's thin like a cover and and it doesn't it's not buttons it's literally looks like it's just touch um maybe you might have to give a little bit of a press to it i I don't know i am gonna have to watch more demos and stuff of it but i think out of the whole thing that was the coolest part out out of the because basically it's it's nothing special in in my mind um but the covers even come in different colors they come in black, red, blue, and pink. Um, and one of the things here, everybody knows E from uh, from the Xbox group. Obviously, he works for Microsoft. He said, um, because service is a full-on PC, it can run true PC games. Um, uh, said that it can run Civ 4, Civ 5, unlike, unlike the iPad is kind of what they're saying. So it, this is literally you know, a full PC. So, um, that, so I mentioned the coolest part. Obviously it's nice that it's a windows machine. It'd be really cool if I can install anything and everything, which it sounds like I'm going to be able to. So I could actually use this as my work PC at work. Um, we're kind of already going to, um, I want to call them dumb terminals, but they're not dumb terminals. I can't think exactly what the names of them are, but I have like a little, it's just a small box and everything of mine is like up on a server. So I have like my own machine, which is stored on a server, so on and so forth. You know, I would like to go to work and mention that, hey, won't you let me have one of these, you know, and, and go from there <laughs> as long as I can develop on it. Um, the one thing, here's the negative in my mind. I don't like that they have a pro they're, they're doing the same Microsoft stuff that they do with everything. And it's the thing they get criticized for all the time. And it's almost like they never, they never learn. Um, they did it with the Xbox, you know, they had the pro model and the arcade model. Now, they obviously do it with windows because they have like 18 different versions of windows. Um, this one here, they actually have the pro version and the regular version and, and they're, and they're splitting, you know, yes, the pro version has a little bit more of this, a little bit more of that, but it's like, oh, it has the pro version of windows eight. The other one is just, you know, the normal version of windows eight. 
It has better ports, has USB 3.0 instead of 2.0. And it's just like, really, why do you have a why? Why just not make everything the pro version? Okay, um, I'll tell you why. Want to know why? Like me, businesses like me that just said, make this my PC at work. <laughs> oh, no, because there's you're going to have the people that you got to have something. You can't come out if you give them everything. The darn thing will be so expensive you won't sell them. So you have to have a cheaper version that people will be more willing to pick up. Well, here, here they mentioned that these are going to be competitively, competitively, competitively priced. So they gave no pricing, no release info, nothing. So, you know, my guess is they're going to have to be $600 probably for the pro version and obviously less for the regular version. Like it can't be over $600. Because the top of the line iPad is six hundred dollars, well, and that's what. Also, think too. They have, um, they've got that model now where you know it's more of like a cell phone model pricing, where you can get the contracts. Right. So that that, you know, their competitive pricing could mean that they'll have that, you know, because they've already pushed that pricing model out to other stores outside of their their personal stores. Right. So they're still testing, and so by the time these actually hit the street, then that could be in full effect, and it could be competitively priced. You yeah. know, pay monthly fee or something for whatever. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mention anything about, you know, obviously it's going to have wireless in it. Um, I don't know if it's going to be... 3G? Yeah, like 3G, or well, it would be 4G at this point, but... Um, doesn't mention anything like that which to me you know doesn't have to be um but that is like the the most expensive version of the ipad is the what 64 gig 3g yep version with the beautiful retina display on it um which they're now putting in macbook pros but the top of line macbook pro is just over three thousand dollars now so but um yeah, the, the, like I said, it's uh, for people who I don't want to say don't for people that don't like Apple um, or for people that want to actually try something different than an iPad. Uh, this actually looks it, it looks pretty cool, in my opinion. What I like about it is that this is a Windows. It is essentially a laptop, only it's in an right. iPad format. This right. is something like when I take when I travel, I take my wife's laptop. It's simply just, or I mean, I'll take her uh, her iPad. Just to watch movies on the plane. I, I don't. Right. I don't do anything else with it. This, I could essentially not even have to lug my laptop. You know, my work laptop. I just take this one and only thing because I could do anything I wanted on this thing because it's a PC, but it's the size of the iPad. I think this is and it has a keypad. It has the keypad mm-hmm. or the keyboard on the cover so that it doesn't take up real estate on your screen. I think this is awesome. I. I'm actually really excited about this. This came out of nowhere. This could very well be my my next toy. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, my thing is, is like I I would like to have a new iPad. Um, but but looking at this, I I actually sat here and I'm like, you know what? This is really neat. You know, it's like I really would like the one. That's why I was saying, you know, tomorrow I'm going to go to work and I'm going to be like, hey, you know, we were talking about doing these types of things for our work PCs um, why not consider doing something like you know like these things here because we, we you know some of us have laptops at work and we got to carry them everywhere 
if literally I can unfold, the, you know, like you said, pull off the front cover and it's my keyboard, you know, say when I'm away or if I, obviously it'll most likely have a docking station um, that you can hook up to monitors and stuff. I, I'm guessing it probably will. Um, I, I think it's kind of cool. I, I think it'll be very, very, very practical for the business world. Right. Which Microsoft, which Microsoft, you know, owns a majority in. I, I think this here may start replacing actually the PC at work. Definitely, if it's cheaper than a couple thousand dollars, unless you need like obviously, unless you need a high end, you know, lots of stuff. It doesn't mention anything about RAM. I mean, I could do, I could remote, I could do with this, I could do remote logins and troubleshoot stuff, and right, right, you know, yeah, I, I could, yeah, I mean. I can think of a lot of things that this would really come in handy with. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm curious on how much RAM it's going to have in it. Uh, I would say it needs at least 16, or maybe the Pro has 16 and the regular has eight. Because um, I know that I run eight in mine now, and I would like to have 16, just because, you know, for my yep. development and stuff yeah. like that. But it's pretty cool. But yeah, that's that was just released. So if you haven't seen it yet, go out there and check it out. It's kind of cool. So getting your news fresh here at TXL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Okay. What you got? Um, all right. So we're gonna get into this. Um, we got some Xbox 720 stuff here. So Brian, if you notice in the links or in the story there, I've got uh, several different links. If you might wanna peruse onto those things and uh, bring them up for your viewing pleasure. But the first thing I want to talk about is IGN is forecasting the Xbox 720 launch lineup. Now, we know that this box is it's going to be at E3 next year. Everybody's guessing the next PlayStation and the next uh, Xbox will be released next holiday. So, this brings into question. Watch Dogs, Bron, you mentioned it earlier. That game looked phenomenal. Oh, yeah. That I'm, game, I'm definitely playing that. Yeah, that game's running was running on a high-end PC with an Xbox controller. Mm -hmm. That was not running on an Xbox 360. Okay? So, yeah. that lets me believe that my guess, and I think this is kind of what IGN is saying, you know, the dev kits and stuff, a lot of times they're just PCs out there. That it's, you know, built into a PC box. Um, this is the hardware specs that they're working with. This could be designed on our next generation console just using a gamepad. So we, we don't know this is necessarily going to be a 360 game. And it could. It could come out on 360 and it may maybe it'll dual when it comes out. Maybe it'll also be a 720 version. But being on the high-end PC stuff running with a controller, I think that, uh, you know, there's, there's a chance that this could be a release tie, a launch title for 720. And I'll tell you what, if it is, I'm buying a 720 on launch day with this game. Oh yeah. <laughs> it just looked like it's going to be cool. And an, an interesting article I read, um, that I know you guys were talking about it last week and all the stuff that you saw in the game. The thing is it was said by, and I can't remember his name, but whoever was there working this game, you know, and, and at E3 and talking about it, had said that there is so much stuff that the team's been working on in this game that that they couldn't even show all the new stuff. I mean, there's there's all these ideas that they're putting into this game that, 
you know, they just can't even touch it all. There's so much more that we're going to see that has not been done before. You know, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what this game does, what what more uh, we can do with it. And I think that there was some really good speculation that I want to say it was Convoy that brought it up. I, I apologize if it wasn't him. It was someone else um, that when at the near the end of the game trailer, when they pulled back, you saw the other like agents all over the place. Mm-hmm. And he was wondering if that was, you know, other agents on your team um, or if that's people you're going to play. There's also the thought of what if it's other people? Like you're all tied into this, you know, we have people playing the same co-op games together. What if people are doing other things in, in like your single player games or maybe it's a merge of single player, multiplayer where all these things are going on. And I mean, it's, it's going to be real interesting. Cause that was my thought. I'm like, well, maybe those are other people playing the game. Right. You know, that are in different stages of the campaign or something like that. Or somehow they're going to be intertwined. And, and just when I then when I read that article uh, from that guy, and I'm like, you know what? That could very well be some kind of multiplayer mix there. So, but that game looks so cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't. Yeah, that's I'm excited for that one. Um, okay, so then we know, we talked about it earlier, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Patriots kind of has disappeared. And it's also, remember recently, they also kind of went through a change. You know, we, we had the game actually, the game and like storyline kind of take a change. And then it's like, now they pull that main dude off and he goes over to Blacklist and this thing's kind of being delayed. But it could be because the, now the new changes, it's going to the next-gen console. So it's um, that that's another a thought. Um, there's a game, Bungie's new game. Uh, very well could be... Um, and of course, we know this is coming because uh, this one is like IGN said. We don't need to speculate this one. We have official court documented proof, courtesy of Activision recently settling their court case that the Xbox 720 is even mentioned by name in the official contract um, that this game Destiny by Bungie is coming to the Xbox. And this, the, there will be, it says there will be a 360 version, but there won't be a PlayStation SKU of any sort for at least a year. So Destiny is going to be first release a year in advance on the Xbox. Uh, and this, these are the guys that made Halo. So, um, but they're expecting a 720, uh, obviously, release of that. Star Wars 1313. Mm-hmm. They said LucasArts isn't even really hiding it on this one. They haven't so much hinted at a current-gen release of their of their game. Uh, and their E3 demonstration used a high-end PC and showcased things no Xbox 360 can do. The visual effects, character models, and scale scope of the scenes shown made no attempt to look like they could be done on existing platforms. And we seriously doubt LucasArts is going to release a PC-exclusive Star Wars game that's not an MMORPG. So, uh, and, you know, so again, that game looked really good. They think that one's going to be a launch title. Forza 5 will obviously be a a launch title. Uh, Call of Duty 2013, or whichever one comes out next year. Um, so those are the games that IGN is thinking are going to be launch titles. And I'll tell you what, if all of these come out when this console ships, oh my goodness, dude. 
Yeah, it's huge. I mean, first of all, I would expect that the games will probably go up to $70. Mm. Um, because, well, look at it. And from what? They were $50 on the Xbox. They went to $60 on the 360. Right? Yeah. Now we're going up to the next console. And, I mean, they've been at this price for six, seven years, right? So I can see them pushing it up to, up, you know, and adding more ads in on top of it. But if you pay, if, if the console, even if the console of the ship for 300 bucks, which I don't believe, because it's going to be, you're going to hit those, the first adopters are going to pay the huge price. You're going to pay the premium. I expect this thing to ship for 500 bucks, four to 500 dollars. So we'll say 400, and then you got one, two, three, four, five, six games here that might launch, that are huge titles. <laughs> That's yeah. 350 dollars just in games. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we could be looking at a thousand bucks. Yeah. Just uh, maybe I won't uh, be getting a day one. <laughs> and sorry for that interruption, uh, but we have a special guest host with us today. It's Mr. Presar. Yeah. Yeah, I'm crashing this party. <laughs> yeah, thanks for all the extra work I get to work on now. Put the show together. <laughs> oh, come on. It's not like you don't have a whole lot of work to do or something. So, Rob, yeah. what you what, what we were just talking about was the Xbox 720 launch lineup as predicted by IGN. Mm. And uh, so we were talking about Watch Dogs, Rainbow Six Patriots, Destiny, Star Wars 1313, Forza 5, and the next Call of Duty all coming out as Xbox 720 launch titles. And I was just selling Braun. I was like, if the new console comes out and it's four to 500 bucks, and then you've got these five or six new games that are going to be awesome, and they'll probably be $70 a piece on the next console, um, we're talking some serious scratch to get that new box on day one with some, with some quality games. Will you will you be lining up for that? Me? Yeah, you. Hmm. Well, seeing that even with the last two Xboxes, I waited a couple months mainly because I couldn't find one anywhere. I don't think I'll have it on day one. I absolutely don't. I I would be happy to have it in the first six months. Actually, pre-order, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> then I'll break. I'm I'll break my streak. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, I mean, honestly, that, that's something I, I'd really have to consider, you know, I, I, you know, I probably might pre-order. Well, how, how about you guys? Well, 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 run just, I will, I will oh, try. No, oh, yeah, sorry. I will try. I will ask if I can pre-order it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, babe. Why, well, well, have I told see. you? Wow, babe. Are you losing weight? <laughs> that's, that. your, that's your opening line. <laughs> You're looking good. <laughs> Look at that tag. It says "Made in Heaven." <laughs> nice. By the way, can I spend a thousand dollars for a new Xbox? <laughs> yeah. So will you buy me an Xbox? <laughs> First, start saving now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Actually, that would be the smart thing to do. It would. Yes. I don't know. I like I like the rumor of it being three hundred dollars. I, I, if you, but the thing is, and knowing the three of us, we're not going to want the three hundred dollar version. Oh well, yeah, that's <laughs> it's going to be the skim down, you know, yeah. storage, and we obviously are heavy users of the system, so 
we're going to want all the space and we're going to want the top end. So yeah, the three hundred dollar version will not come with a power cord, right? An HDMI cable, a controller with but it will come with a controller without buttons. Um, <laughs> It'll be a case with no motherboard in it. Yeah, no video output, and uh, <laughs> it'll come with one meg of hard drive space. So, but for a thousand dollars, so yeah. you know, I really picture any kind of entry level box that they have as being just some kind of media center. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. So. All right. Well, let's, so so that's kind of the launch lineup as forecasted. Um, the as as Brun as you, or I mean, uh, yeah, Brun, you were talking about this 52-page document that was mm-hmm. leaked. Uh, let's let's dive into some of this and uh, and let's discuss this. Okay. So I'll turn it over to you. I got to go turn the light on. <laughs> All right. Away. So. Well, do you want me to go? Uh, he's, he's actually going off. So, basically, this document... Okay, so the document came out. It's been removed since due to copyright infringement. Microsoft's been contacted, but they said we do not comment on rumor or speculation, of course. Um, but... Basically, what this whole ordeal is, is that it kind of details, you know, I didn't read the whole 56-page document. Well, then why are you here? <laughs> I know. What, I, I, what kind of reporter are you? <laughs> well, it's been taken down s- since then, but like, you know, like I said, well, we've kind of already said that, you know, it's going to ha- it's going to include a new Connect sensor. It's going to be in a $300 bundle. Um as far as the specs and what graphics cards and stuff it has, do you have that wing? Um, I don't know. I don't. No, I no. don't. So, I didn't read yeah, it either. So. Yeah, and I mean, it's just <laughs> the th- the thing came out, and it was just kind of saying, "Oh, it's going to have this. It's going to have that. It's going to come out in 2013." Um, you know, it's. I even on here it's mentioning AR glasses. Um, oh, that's stupid. Yeah, of course that they're they're already talking about having the the smart glass, which I think they're going to release. You know, obviously they're releasing that this year with the current system. Um, but you know, those are just things that are in there. And and the thing I was uh, had listed out here was like further down in that document, um, there is a thing that mentions on live. And it lists on live like the micro console for on live, so not the one that you're doing in your PC, but the one you can hook to your uh, to your TV. Okay. It has them list as a competitor, uh, you know, along with Apple TV and Google TV. Um, but it also puts on live as a potential acquisition target. So this rumor here is Microsoft considered on live acquisition thinks the next PlayStation will be a Google TV box. Um, so they're kind of speculating <clears throat> what the, their competitors are going to be um, on live because uh, it makes sense. It's, you know, frequently mentions, you know, cloud gaming and the rest of the document and stuff like that. Um, the presentation also makes several assumptions about the Wii U, um, its price, 
uh, Sony's eventual next console, claiming that it'll be uh, the Wii U will cost around 250, and that the PS4, like I said, just mentioned that it'll be a Google TV uh, device. Um, on you know, on top of being a Sony console, so uh, you know, and I've I've heard you know rumors of Sony wanting to get like an all-in-one TV gaming. Basically, the PS4 would just be a massive TV that could play games, um, which to me, I think, you know, that's kind of cool, too. Um, but, you know, this thing here was essentially talking about buying on live. So, or, you know, acquiring them. Right. But I wanted to mention that. So I think we mentioned that like a long time ago. Didn't we all kind of predict that? Yeah. Way back well, yeah. Day when when that came up. So I think it's kind of cool that here we're actually seeing documentation of something we figured Microsoft would do a long time ago. Yeah, and and I mean just just with Microsoft themselves when it comes to like cloud gaming or um, going the straight digital route, you know, renting of games and and st- like I could definitely see them. You know, obviously they have live. They have. Uh, was the Zoom marketplace and games and stuff like that? It's just like they'll be able to rent games out by just using. Well, it's not going to be Microsoft points because they're going away from Microsoft points, but just so much stuff can happen in this next console. I can't wait to start hearing some details, just because I'd like to see how close we are when we're sitting here rattling off all these, all these predictions that we have or ideas that we think they should do. So, but that's all I had. You know, really, in the next, you know, a couple of years, we'll probably see a big redefinition of what a console is, you know? Right. Because it's been constant for years. I mean, what a console is today is what they first were when they started coming out in the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. And then, you know, what, 2013? Right. It's the next generation the next era yeah it's gonna be exciting i can't wait i can wait uh well you'll have to <laughs> yeah well it, it, you know and i think well wings said it and i've agreed with him it's like you know i i like my 360 i'm not in a hurry to get a new one i just want to hear what's coming i want to be excited i want to know what people are thinking when it comes to, to our hobby it's you know essentially Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo pretty much say what's going to happen happen in our industry, in our hobby. Like, if they say it's going to be digital only, then guess what? We're going to have to pay digital only. Um, you know, if they start setting their prices with their, you know, with their games, then the publishers start following suit with them. You know, they all get together and they say, you know what? Games are going to be $150 a game. And there's nothing we can do about it besides not buy them. But we're going to like it. Yeah. yeah. So. The thing I want is I want to know what the next box is going to bring. And I want to be excited about it. You know, I don't want it to be like, huh? Or why are they yeah. doing that? Or, you know, I hope it's not like a letdown, like with this AR glasses and garbage. I'm like, that is just like, are you kidding me? You know, that is not anything... I want it all, man. I don't even care about 3D. Don't even be trying to throw 3D down my throat with it. Well, so yeah, definitely when Sony's been, uh, 
you know, did a 180 and is running the other way from 3D. Like, they had, like, hardly any 3D stuff at E3. It's, yeah. They're just, I think they were thrown in the towel with it, but, you know. So they they still have that one win, though. They still have Blu-ray. For if you now. A win, if you consider it a win. <laughs> so. Well, the next box box is supposed to have Blu-ray, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's one of the things that was on there. It might be that legacy Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just hope oh. that it, it, it excites us and it gets everybody just, like, dying to have one. And, you know, I, I want to be, like, I want to feel like that kid at Christmas, you know. Just, All right. I want that Red Rider BB gun, you know. It's like I want to have that type of feeling about the new console. And not I don't want to dread it and, you know, hang on to my 360 till the last possible moment when they kick me off live. And, you know, <laughs> don't ruin the controller and don't add all this crap that we don't need. And just make great games and let me play them with the controller. And as I'm used to, that's what we want. So. All right. So. What's next? We, Something uh, I still haven't I haven't tried yet, and I think I'm going to after our show. <laughs> oh, um, okay. So you, I think, Brun. Oh, you've never used this, the My Xbox I, Live no, app. No, I've used the app. I haven't used the new functionality of it controlling your controlling oh, the Xbox yet. I, I haven't done that either. But the um, My Xbox Live app which I've had on my iPhone for a while now. It is now available on the Android, the iOS, and Windows. So if you do have an Android phone, you can get my Xbox Live app. It's the official application connect you into Xbox Live. And it's pretty cool. You can send messages and, you know, see your friends online and all that type of stuff. They've added some new features. Um, of course, first thing is uh, being giving it to Android devices as well. But Yeah, I just loaded it... Uh earlier today yeah, it's pretty neat yeah, it's pretty cool i like it i hop on every once in a while to see who's on check my messages and stuff so yeah I'm say so I send messages <laughs> send messages out you know i was really surprised that it wasn't persistent you know because uh it goes away after a while at least it does on android does it stay on all the time in, uh, uh, i don't i don't know yet yeah, it'll stay on if I leave it on. I mean, yeah. you know, it's if I bring up another app, it just runs in the background. Because I see a sign out. Because I just launched it right now. I'm looking at it. And I see a sign out option. But I had to launch it because I, I logged in earlier and I had to log in again. Uh, I don't know. Android users. Yeah. It's yeah. a 1.0. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, some of the improvements is that you can control your Xbox console remotely through the app. Um, I guess that says you can fire up games from your collection or launch a selection of uh, curated content. Uh, you can even directly control some applications, such as Netflix. Um, but, however, there's a slight delay between the phone taps and the on-screen reaction, so you're probably better off using a controller. Uh, yeah, I would think so. So... Um, there's also an iPad version, uh, which, of course, now features the Retina display support and better authentic authentication. And the free uh, the app is free on both the iOS and the Android. So maybe it's not on Windows, but I would think it is on Windows. 
On a, on a Windows Phone? Yeah, I thought this was already on Windows. Yeah, the, yeah, you could do a lot of this stuff already with a Windows Phone. It's just now coming to Android, iOS. Right. So if you've got the program, check for your update. It's got some nice stuff on there. So that is that. Um. Okay. So the last one I guess here is what did E3 2012? Tell us about the future of Xbox 360. Um, essentially, I'm going to go through this list here. Number one, and this is all from uh, IGN, uh, Smart Glass. So there are a few notable things about Microsoft's announcement of Smart Glass. First off, by integrating tablet usage with the console and its game, Smart Glass is encroaching on the Wii U's territory. So the device may serve separate functions, but there's no denying Microsoft is aware of the value here. It recognizes that it's part of the future of games. I I don't know. It's interesting because they had the smart glass. Now they got this Surface announcement with their tablet that they talked about that they announced today. So I don't know. Maybe these are all going to somehow get integrated. Maybe we're going to want this Microsoft Surface or... You know, maybe using smart glass on our iPads to play on the next console. I, I don't know. It's, do you guys see smart glass as the future of gaming? No. It's going to be an interesting addition, but, I mean, that's a stupid name. I'm sorry. Smart glass. Yeah, too close to something else that everybody's been saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that it is. Wah, wah. So, you know, it. I mean, some of the stuff that they're doing actually kind of reminds me of the TiVo functionality that they had for, I don't know, started years ago, actually, probably at least six, seven years ago, when, like, you would have a commercial, they would have, like, a little blurb that would pop up that if you hit your controller, it would show you more information about what the product was. Because when you had a TiVo, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And, I, oh, I got to – that reminds me. <laughs> I actually tried this the other day. Have you guys seen – and I don't know if it's all Home Depot commercials or if they're just through DirecTV. But I, I saw it once before where this Home Depot ad was running, and it, and it said at the bottom, it said Shazam. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that's the Shazam where you, you make it listen to the radio – Right. A yeah. song, and it tells you what song it is. So the next time I saw it, I quickly pulled my phone out, launched the application, and 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 held it up and let it let it tag the commercial. And you got to be real quick. <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah. the time, by the time you get the application up and running, the commercial's almost over. But it actually launched me right to a home the Home Depot page with like all these videos on how to do stuff, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. See, to me, that's changing commercials. I actually was interactive with the commercial. But I, it's like I wanted to try it out just, you know, the one time. I probably won't do it again. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I, you, you just when you're talking about that type of stuff that made me think of, you know, I was surprised to see Shazam yeah. popping up on my TV in, in advertisements. So I was like, wow. I mean, at some point, I mean, they may as well just have QR codes or something up there. Those are a little more widely supported than something that's unique to Shazam, but 
Yeah, but Shazam sounds cool. It does. So and its icons blue like Twitter and Facebook. So that's the thing. I think you have to have a blue icon now. I mean, that program actually is pretty uh, impressive because I remember I, I was in a bar and the music was just blaring. I mean, I could barely understand it, and it tagged songs just fine. It's impressive. Interesting application. So yeah, oh, yeah. it's kind of neat to see stuff like that being used outside of what it was like initially intended for. And there's a competitor to them called Shazam, oh, not Shazam, uh, Soundhound. Yeah. They, it's a little segue here, but they have a, a really cool thing where you tag a song and certain songs have lyrics built into it. So it'll pull up the song and it pulls up the lyrics and then it like highlights the lyrics as the song goes, you know, as, as you're hearing the song, because it recognizes what part of the song it's in and, and how fast the singer sings. So it's, that was, that was pretty, pretty neat. I want to check it out. Anyway, back to Xbox. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so smart glass. Okay, so the next thing they talked about is the Kinect effect. Um, I just think, I just don't see, I just don't get it, guys. I mean, I thought the Kinect, I mean, I was a beta tester for the Kinect. I got mine free because I was doing it. So I guess, and I'm like, I got mine free and I, I'm like, man, I wouldn't pay $150 for this thing. You know? Um, it's interesting, but even my kids really don't play it. You know, they, they like to jump around and, you know, but it's just like, it's one of those things that it's not like when I play, I'm like, I just want to sit down. I don't want to jump around. I don't want to stand, you know, be hooting and hollering. And I just want to sit down and relax and play. And, and I don't do all the, even with the, when I'm launching Netflix and stuff, I grab my controller. It's easier. It's faster. It's, you know. It's more accurate. There, yeah, and having to yell at my TV and wave my hand a million times, and then it's you know, and then another thing too is I've noticed if I if you sit in a chair and if like you kick your leg, you know if you bounce your leg, the camera picks it up and you see the little hand coming up like you're trying to wave your hand. <laughs> it's I'm like, waving that chair. I'm like, dude, that's not my hand. That's my foot just kicking. I'm just sitting here, you know. It's just so stupid. So I I just don't see the point of needing connect, but I know we're stuck with it now. Um, what do you, what do you guys think? Do you see that Connect can really help us at all in the future of games? Uh, Robotron. Yeah, I'll, I'll go real quick. I think there's definitely a place for it. It still hasn't found its niche yet, and I really think that in the next couple of years, it's going to evolve into what I mean, something pretty sweet, you know. It's just got to be a lot faster. Like, you know, if I'm saying grenade, you know, it's not like it needs to throw it right then and there. You know, if I'm if I'm doing something not and even when I'm moving, if it if it was real time or, or even close to being real time, it would make it a lot better experience. It's just too far off right now. It's just too frustrating. You listen to like you listen to our friends over at the Achievement Hounds. And they fight with that thing all the time, trying to get the, you know, the achievements off those games. And it's just like it's frustrating because a lot of the times it's not your skill; it's that the tracking doesn't work, right? Know, or the lighting is wrong in your room, or and it's like you know I don't have that problem when I just play a controller-based game. You know, yeah. so it does have a long way to go. 
and hopefully we'll see vast improvements with Connect 2.0, but I, I still don't see the, the need to have it. You know, you might not see it today, but you will somewhere down the road or whatever the next iteration is of it. I mean, it could very well be that it's just going to be a stepping stone to something better. I mean, it's, you know, the Wii was kind of gimmicky, but it started something which led to the Connect. I don't know if the move really counts. I don't think so. But Connect is probably going to wind up ultimately being how machines like interact with us and how they can watch us and track us and respond to us. Kind of creepy when you think about it. Skynet, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, up until Connect, a machine never really knew anything about like what was in the room or where. I mean, now, I mean, the Xbox, I mean, although it's kind of a dumb machine, I mean, it knows where you are. Ooh, it has heard you say that. Don't make oh, him angry. Oh, great. It's going to red ring on me now. Wouldn't like him when he's angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, it's going to be a slow road, but I, I think it's going to be some sweet stuff down down the road, down the pipe. Brun? I think it'll be cool when we actually have holodecks. Yeah. Then it'll work. If I get that's what I want out of my connect. I want a holodeck. <laughs> oh, you know what? I mean, I get exhausted playing in front of a connect now. A holodeck, I mean, not Can you can you do a holodeck from a chair? <laughs> <laughs> no what, but for like holodeck style stuff, I'd get up for that. That's Yeah, you know. But then again, again, Rob, depending on what you're doing, perhaps you might be laying down. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what you talking about? What you talking about, what was? Mm-hmm. Where you Run? might be sitting, you might be playing my, my, my horse and me three. You're yeah. sitting on a horse. There you go. Well, I'll be playing Blur. <laughs> You'll still seat. be playing Blur. I got some Blur in today. We'll be on. We'll be like four Xboxes down the road. Yeah. You'll be like, I really like Blur. <laughs> I'm still playing it. Welcome to this <laughs> Xbox Life episode 560. Let's start off with what we've been playing, Rob. Been I'm still waiting blur. for my Blur sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Blur. So, Brun, what do you think about Connect? I honestly. I really, for for a piece of hardware, they need to support it more. And I know, and when I makes it seem like that, that's all they do is support it, because that's all we hear about or see things about. But you know what? Nothing has impressed me. As if the Xbox, all the Xbox has to do is be able to respond to my voice, and that's all that I really use Connect for. If if the Xbox has a built-in microphone, the next one. Where I can say, you know, Xbox, Netflix, then I don't need to connect because I don't need the camera. I definitely don't need it for the gaming. So, but that's obviously this is my opinion. But so I don't, I don't, I don't really see a need for it in the future. But we'll have to see what their what their plans are. But well, one thing we do know is there's currently no discussion of a price cut. Um. Typically, at this time of a console's life cycle, 
it's expected to see a price cut. But uh, with the Xbox being the number one selling piece of hardware right now, uh, Microsoft just doesn't see the need to cut it. And they are doing instead what they're rolling out that subscription service I mentioned earlier for 100 bucks. So I we, we probably won't see a price cut on the 360 until the next one comes out. You know, they, they may cut them just to get them all off the shelves, get them out. And then start pushing the new box. So, yep. Um, another thing that they mentioned here was the complete. Uh, they ignored XBLA. Um, they said aside from the Racketeer demo, and oh my Ooh, gosh, what Racketeers, a, they, right? Yeah, Racketeer, dude. If they sell one copy of that, the person should be shot for buying it. <laughs> the person giving the demo did a horrible job. Oh, she was an idiot. <laughs> Oh, I just love this game. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Well, I guess if I was getting paid to say that, I'd say it too. So. Yeah. Was she like counting money in what she was saying? I love this game. 20, 50, 100. I'm like, how could anybody clap after that demo? Man, I ought to boot her off stage. I'm like, you should be embarrassed to be putting that junk on the console. Come on. It was probably samples. Yeah. Like sound clips. Exactly. Coming from, uh, what was that, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, the the Connect game where it's like everybody gets in and you can have your party uh, with your avatars and you're all in like on a game show or, or sitting on like a talk show and you can play the little buttons makes the people cheer. That's probably what they were doing. I can't remember that title, but so one versus one hundred. No, no, it was a uh, like an uh, avatar. It was I think it was a free labs Connect Labs oh. thing. Where everybody could, you could have like four or five people in in on the screen, all you know, like a party. But you were all on the screen. Your avatars would mimic what you did. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember the name of that. Oh yeah. Location. Yeah. So, but uh, anyways, this says aside from Rocketeer demo and empty teasers for Mater or Matter, not Mater. <laughs> I'm happier in a tornado in a trailer park. Um, matter. Loco Cycle and Ascend New Gods, Xbox Live Arcade was totally snubbed at the media briefing. The show floor had a ton of incredible XBLA games, including Quantum Conundrum, which is one I want to see, uh, Joe Danger, the movie, and the Summer of Arcade lineup. So games are taking a uh, backseat to other things. Even Gears of War Judgment only showed a teaser trailer. And XBLA seems to get less and less love every year. It's still a huge drive, of course, with weekly releases and frequent promotions, but the spotlight of XBLA is drying up. And this is for a very specific reason. And it has to do with all the Xbox sports apps and entertainment. And, you know, that's. And they even said in this last E3 they're going to double the amount of entertainment applications on the thing. And I'm just like, why? I, you know, why do we need all those things? All I need is my Amazon Prime. Thank you. And Netflix. <laughs> but I suppose, you know, it's like I've said it before. I don't need no more. And then they gave me Amazon Prime. I was like, sweet. I mean, Amazon Prime, Netflix, uh, Hulu Plus, and I'll even throw HBO Go in there. And uh, the Watch ESPN. I mean, those ones are going to be the heavy hit. How, heavy. how could you not even mention Sci-Fi Channel? Uh, yeah, but the, the one the one thing about, you know, the strikeout here with the sports apps, pun intended, um, 
is the is the additional subscription fee to them. Like uh, MLB TV, they actually had a uh, like half off sale like this weekend. If you wanted to subscribe to MLB TV, it was it had a huge discount in it, and it was only a hundred dollars for the rest of the year. Because um, when it starts out, it's like one hundred and seventy nine dollars a year to watch all the games, and the problem the problem is for somebody like myself who doesn't have cable. These things make complete sense for me because I really like hockey. I really like, you know, I like baseball, I like football, uh, basketball, and so so. But the problem is, is as long as sports have blackout restrictions, these apps do nothing. They do nothing for you. You either have to live in a place where your favorite team is not, or. You know, I, I that's the really the only way to do it. So, and it's just so much more money, you know, to buy those things. But you know, to watch the Blue Jackets and to watch the Reds, I I can't do it because of blackout restrictions. So they want you to watch it on the cable television, you know, the whatever the TV channel is that's having that game. Well, if you don't have cable, then you know they don't take that in consideration. So they need to lift, get rid of those blackout restrictions altogether. But just so many, you know, with all these apps that come in, it's it's just crazy. And definitely, you know, watch ESPN. And because uh, watch ESPN, all you needed was a cable provider that would allow you to do ESPN three uh, before the watch ESPN. With watch ESPN, you are you actually have to have a cable subscription. You have to actually have a cable provider. So, like with HBO Go, it's like you have to have HBO Go. So you have to pay the two hundred dollars a month to Time Warner to have cable to use the app that's on your Xbox. You know, it's it's you don't get to watch ESPN just because this app's on the Xbox. You have to have pay all these additional things here and there to actually use those things. You know, just like Netflix and those, they have a subscription fee, but those things are only fourteen dollars, not hundred plus. So that's the problem with a lot of these apps that we're seeing. Or it could be like the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but here's a 30-second clip of something you could have watched on our channel last week. Yeah. But this this is one of the things that was just like you know we talked about how we didn't want to see it at E3 before on our pre-show was like don't go in there and have a thousand more apps. You know I thought it was cool that they said watch ESPN which I thought was neat because um, they updated their app and removed AirPlay, uh, which was I used to be able to run it on my phone and AirPlay it to my Apple TV and watch ESPN on my TV. They they completely blocked that out now. Um, I think, who knows why, but yeah, I don't know. Bah humbug. Bah humbug. <laughs> so. so pretty much the future of the Xbox 360 looks to be all about entertainment um, and smart glass and connect, and it will probably see, we'll probably see that stuff remain as the games will start to slowly taper off as they gear up to put these games on the next piece of hardware. So I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how long, like when a seven when the seven twenty comes out, how long will publishers push? You know, like Watchdogs, will it be on the three sixty and the seven twenty? You know, I'm sure Call of Duty will be on all brand, all consoles. 
for for many years and you know until they see the numbers drop off from the 360 and moving over but you know we we could we may have to make that jump to the new hardware to see some uh actually new games yep so but that's that's what i got i don't know if you guys got anything else yeah, one thing I wanted to mention about what we were just talking was uh, I was listening to something I was talking about there being possible speculation that Microsoft is working on some kind of deal. I forgot which company it was with, but uh, it, to bring books to the Xbox ecosystem. And uh, Barnes and Barnes and Noble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Oh, you were? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that would fit perfectly with that uh, Surface mm-hmm. system. You know, they're trying to get another thing in. And and this was news to me about E3, but they're saying that a lot of the demos that were running, you know, that had, you know, being presented in, like, the Xbox, PS3 area, they were actually PC games. Did you guys hear that? Mm-hmm. That's that's also what we talked about earlier. Yeah, we said you missed a lot of good stuff, and yeah, it's actually true. (laughs) I I guess I did. You came in right at the end of that discussion uh, as we talked about all the games coming for the Xbox 720 lineup, and a lot of the stuff that was seen at E3, like Watch Dogs and stuff, uh, Tom uh, Rainbow Six uh, Patriots stuff like that. You know, but Watch Dogs was running on a PC using a controller. Yeah. Xbox controller. So, you know, and and they were saying in the article that, you know, that that game or in the, in the Star Wars 1313 game, they said there's things on that. That was running on a high end PC. And they said there's stuff in there that the current consoles cannot do right. that they were seeing. And they know that LucasArts is not going to put out a game, a shooter game on a, you know, or, or action game on PC only. Right. So, yeah, there's that's why our our line up there that you missed. Um was pretty much covering exactly what you were saying. So, you know, it's it's running this, you know, game demo on probably state-of-the-art, best graphics card, CPU on the PC, versus, you know, the Xbox, which is, what, seven years old now? And technology is probably eight or nine years old? Yep. It, it still be. does good. Yeah. It's amazing what they're pushing out of this thing still. Yeah. All right. Okay. I don't. Do we have any uh, questions in our forums? No. Uh, no, but I do have an email that I was going to read real quick. Okay. From Airborne215. He says, hey, gang. Once again, I want to say thank you uh, uh, for such a great show. I enjoy hearing your input every week. No other trio seems to hold my attention with their opinions and comments the way you three do. Agree or disagree, your thoughts and ideas, comments, questions, and even complaints keep me entertained and enlightened as I go through this Xbox life with you and the TXL crew. So, thank you. And this is, we're on episode 197. He has sent us four codes to give away on our 200th episode. So, um, I wanted to do we want to keep it a surprise on what they are, or do you want me to rattle them off real quick? What episode are we doing right now? 197. 
I, you know, we can give them out, I suppose. Uh, or we can just maybe they'll leave it as a mystery. I say leave it as a mystery. Be mysterious. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll be giving away some codes in our 200th episode, and we're going to leave it a mystery on what they These are. These are four big games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so these these are not these are not no chintzy little games that he's given us codes for. These are you've heard of these things. Yeah. It's so, not Doritos Dash. It's not it's not Dash of Destruction, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he also puts also to further ensure you are uh you all are better versed in the finer side of Xbox. Here are some codes for you three. I hope this title filled with time manipulation allows you to turn back the clock and remember what brought you all to this milestone. It says also, I think it's a great game with outsta- with an outstanding ending. So he has each given us each a code for Braid. <laughs> nice. Oh man. And he says again, thanks for 200 great episodes. Here's to many more. So. I. He sent out he sent out an email later saying if we don't want to use those codes we don't have to uh, that we could also give those away um, if we want to but if they were there if you guys would like them but we can fill people in if what we do here after the show so I don't know if I can bring myself to play braid. <laughs> You know, I, I, know, I, I you can know, I can I'm see fun. you trying to go. Wow, this game is great. Yeah. See, part of it, me not wanting to play is because I would hate it to turn out to actually be cool. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've criticized it for so long. I'd hate to actually go. Hey, this is actually pretty awesome. Well, I think I think I might actually give it a try and see, and see. But I, well, I mean, I I might. I mean, he's wanting. He's giving this to us, wanting us to try. I think I might just have to do that and. Give the game a try, and and do my best, and you know to warrant the code and that he gave out, and yeah, I think I might just have to do it. It's got to be better than Minecraft. <laughs> so, and uh, one other thing was Jesus walks a lot. Everybody knows him. Uh, it's his birthday today. My personal savior. Oh, yeah. oh, that one. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it came up in Skype as we were talking. So Jesus walks a lot. Happy birthday, man. I think that's all I have. I'll let the, let the late man take us out. All right. Make sure to check. It. Oh, actually, this concludes episode 197. In case everybody forgot what they were listening to. Uh, please make sure to check out our website, www.thisxboxlife.com. Also, send us emails, questions, comments, concerns, all that good stuff to contact at thisxboxlife.com. We also have a YouTube channel. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, also, Twitter. Uh, t-shirts on Zazzle. And we have a uh, voicemail system available and waiting eagerly to accept your calls. You can hear yourself online posing questions, comments, concerns, and all that good stuff. It's 224-698-XBOX, 224-698-9269. My name is Rob, also known as Presar, also known as That Late Guy. I'll catch you all (laughs) later. Uh, BJ Swick 33 RKK Wingman709, take it on.